Earlier this week, we were talking about a financial report that came out that uh, I think um, it was just more of the same. We, we, we'd seen these reports before uh, in terms of just the financial insecurity that Canadians are feeling. And it's, it's pronounced. There, there's no doubt about it. Basically, the survey was saying that um, about half of Canadians don't feel they're financially secure, uh, secure to get through the next year. A lot of them saying, you know, we're about 200 bucks away from not being able to um, meet all of our financial ob- obligations. Just 27% said, yeah, we can, we can handle what comes up. If, you know, if there was some sort of unforeseen event in the next year or so, we'd be okay. We'd be able to handle this. Just 27%. Then you get the inflation numbers that come out today, 4.8%, the highest we've seen since 1991. It's not getting any easier. Sometimes it can all feel a little bit overwhelming. So joining us to walk through here and... Are there things we can do is uh, one of our very favorite guests. We have Kelly Keene joining us now. Kelly, of course, uh, you know her, you love her. She's a personal finance educator and a best-selling author of Talk Money to Me. Hi, Kelly. Thank you for joining us. Oh, Shay, always great to be with you. Thanks for having me. And we should mention you've got a brand new book out, right? I do. Thank you. Yeah, it's called uh, Rich Girl, Broke Girl. Excellent. Okay. Uh, and, and the way you do it, Kelly, works, I think, for so many people because it's just, it's simple and it's straightforward and it makes sense. So, um... Aside from getting the books, which would be a good start, when you when you see the survey that came out this week, you know, with fifty five percent of Canadians saying they can cover expenses for the next year, you know, roughly half saying, "Yeah, I don't know if we can." Forty three percent say they're very worried about their debt. Are you surprised by the situation that a lot of Canadians are self reporting themselves to be in? No, I, I mean I'm not surprised. I, I, I guess a little bit, like you said, that that number twenty seven percent are doing all right. Yeah. yeah, that like that's a lot lower than I anticipated. But as you also mentioned, right, this survey comes out every year. Yes, it's the worst since they've been coming out since two thousand seventeen. Um, and you know, if you kind of like wade through it, if you if you did, Shay, I guess. Also, what what is concerning to me is like this pylon effect of when people are feeling bad already. You know, it's also like, are you also worried how you're not saving right now? And and your retirement, it's like, oh, good grief. If you are going through a tough time, you've lost your job or you're, you know, been cut back or, or had something happen in your family. You might see interest rates going up on your line of credit, your mortgage, uh, like you said, inflation, food costs. Like, just deal with what you can deal with and find your locus of control. Because here's the issue as well, is when it gets to the point of overwhelm, people just go into apathy. You know, they just watch Netflix, drink a glass of wine. I get it. Not judging. Um, But that means that you're not digging in, and it means that the situation is likely going to get worse. So, for example, I've had a number of readers reach out to me that they've had things go into collections, some unjustified, some justified, uh, but there were things that they could have done, Shay, before it got to that. I'm actually doing an Instagram Live tomorrow answering people's qu- questions on credit and credit Good. scores and what to do if you have a collection agency after you. But, you know, if you're in apathy, you're not opening up your credit card statement, you're probably missing payments. And if you don't contact your creditors in times of distress, they're going to assume the worst 
and that is never a good situation to be in. But Kelly, we're in a position, and I'm not excusing it, but I'm saying I think I can understand it um, in a sense that, okay, you hear about the rate of inflation, the cost of living going up 5% over the course of last year, gas prices yeah. up 33%, the pandemic is coming back and we're causing problems with employment here, there, and everywhere, and all these sorts of things. And I think for a lot of people, you sit back and go, well, I can't control any of those things. I, there's yeah. nothing I can do about that. This is all happening to me. And I can mm-hmm. see why people say, well, I'm just going to put my hands up in the air and say, I mean, the, the world sucks and it's out to get me. 100%. 100%. Feel that frustration and do it for a day or two, a night or two, an hour or two, and then get back to the control that you can reclaim. Because there is always something that you can do. Uh, for example, if, you know, you just cannot pay your credit card, you, you can't do it, you can't pay your bills, yeah. not contacting your creditors is going to make it so much worse. At least if you're proactive, especially before you've missed a payment, because so many millions of people uh, are going through financial distress, where pre, pre-COVID, maybe you were one of, you know, not as many. But because so many people are going through it, the bank is expecting your call. Your yeah. creditors are expecting the call, and you put it in their hands to say, hey, work with me. Maybe you're still going to get a huge ding to your credit score and all of that. Who cares if you're not applying for new credit right away anyway? It doesn't matter. But at least if you can, you know, mitigate the damage, you're going to feel better just knowing where you sit, putting those due dates in your calendar, putting reminders, contacting, like I said, the creditor way in advance, because if you do it the day before your credit card is due or your automatic payment comes out, it's just going to be siphoned through. And then... You know, seeing what you can do, like talking with a nonprofit credit counselor, talking with an insolvency trustee, you don't have to go down that route. Like, I've got some really good friends that are insolvency trustees, and they're like, hey, tell your, your readers they can contact us anonymously. They don't even have to give their real name. Why not take the free guidance? You're always yeah. going to get a free initial call with these people. In Alberta, we've got money mentors. We've got some great nonprofit credit counselors. Take the free call and see if maybe there's something you can do. But like you said, if you just throw your hands up in the air and say, life is unfair, this sucks, and it does, um, it's not, no one's coming to your door to get you out of it. Um, the other thing, okay, so there's some ways you can sort of get yourself out of it. How about not getting yourself into it? Because part of this survey, Kelly, said that um, 27% yes said we can get through the next year even if something happens without bringing on debt. 70% said oh it's going to cost us more. We're going to we're going to need more debt. Um, a third say they're having a hard time paying down their debt. 45% say they've taken on too much debt over the past year. So so how do you if you're in a position where these things come up and you need to you need to survive and a lot of people will turn to debt to do that. Are there alternatives? where you don't end up in trouble a year down the road because now you've got a new problem. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it it comes back to the old conversation of the want versus the need of really, like, digging into your finances. And i got to tell you, I hate budgets. I don't budget, don't like them, but I... I do, you know, recommend in my book, and I do it with my husband twice a year, what I call my 30-day anti-budget, where we dig into our finances. And i got to tell you, we did it recently, and what was screaming at me as, as something that ballooned was subscriptions. Like, I, I had so many <laughs> subscriptions that I subscribed to during COVID, and I was like, holy cow, when you add those up, and then, and then you multiply it by 12, and you see how much you're spending on whatever it is, maybe food delivery, uh, food wastage, obviously we're not traveling and and, and entertaining, but 
there's always something that we're, we're not as mindful of our money that we could be. Now, some people may be screaming, uh, listening to this, saying, are you kidding me? They have cut back every yeah. single cent they, they could. They've got nothing. Okay, fair enough. I hear that. Then you've got to look at the other side of the ledger. And you have to look at where can you bring in more income? Where can you bring in more money? Um, what is going on with your employer? Is there anything there in matching programs? Or, you know, it might not be perfect. It might be a second job. It might be a third job. It might be, you know, some other stuff, but it's not going to be forever. And I've got to tell you, if you've got a plan, and yes, I've got all of that, those calculators and everything in my books. And by the way, if you can't afford the book, you can get it for free at the library. Dig into that. Get out of that state of apathy, which, yes, might make you feel angry and frustrated and really irritable, but you're never going to get to financial resiliency if you don't take action. And you know what, Shay, sometimes you see these credit card statements like, well, if I only pay my minimum payment, it's going to take me 62 years (laughs) before. But, But if you get on a calculator and you see... I don't know, you know, five bucks more a day. You're going to have that, that blown away in like two or three years. You're like, I can do that. Yeah. Five bucks a day, I can do that. That gets exciting. And now you've got some forward momentum and some agency and some self-efficacy that you actually want to take more steps. And then you've got some positive momentum. Yeah, if it seems attainable. Um when we're talking about the fact that you know you're trying to you're trying to cut back as much as possible, people say they can't save. I mean, the vast majority are saying they're having a horrible time saving right now. I think eighty uh, percent struggling to pay back debt and things like that. And then you've got people saying, "Yeah, I'm two hundred bucks away from just it, it's all going to collapse on me and all fall apart." How can you build up that reserve fund, that safety net? Well, at the same time, you're struggling to to handle just the bills that are coming in every month. Yeah. And for those individuals, I suspect, I don't know, but the case studies that I I did in the last two books, I suspect that a lot of that crippling um, suffocation of not having that cushion is because they're in so much debt. Like, a a couple of the case studies, they were, like, one of my characters was paying, like, six, seven hundred dollars in high interest rate credit card debt. How can you possibly create a cushion for yourself and pay off debt when you're in that situation and you're paying 700 bucks a month. I don't know too many people who are like, yeah, I just got an extra 700 bucks <laughs> a month to service your credit card debt. That's when you need help. That's when you need help. Like I said, you, you need someone. And please, when you reach out, do your research. Make sure they are a licensed nonprofit credit counselor or they are a licensed insolvency trustee. There are some bad actors out there saying they can help you get out of debt, saying they can repair your credit score in a couple of months, which is not true. So, you know, you also have to realize you're really beaten down usually emotionally during these times. It's hard to speak up for yourself and know your rights and do your research, but you have to do that. And if that's a situation, Shay, you've you got to get some help. It's unlikely you're going to get out of it yourself. You just have to get started, though, right? I mean, you've just got to you say, yeah, i got to do something here. And they'll take the shame and the embarrassment away. I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's so interesting. If somebody has a health issue, mental health, um, they've got a cancer diagnosis, we want people to talk about it. We have Facebook groups. We, we run for the cure. But when it comes to a lack of money, when it comes to a debt issue, we clam up. We don't say anything. We start to retreat. You're not seeing your friends and family. It can spiral into health and mental health issues. So please reach out to the people that they do this every day. There is no shame and embarrassment. I, I mean, for heaven's sakes, look at what the world has gone through. If yeah. you've lost your job, 
it, like even if it was just, hey, you spent too much and it was on high interest rate credit cards and you need some help getting out, um, just know there's a light at the end of the tunnel and put those judgments down and, and you know, take a deep breath, get some help and realize it's never as bad as you think. There is always a way out. Okay, uh, Kelly, because you're so good to us, let's be good to you. The two books, um, uh, what are they called? Talk Money to Me and Rich Girl, Poor Girl? Yeah, uh, Rich Girl, Broke Girl. That Broke was girl. the original title. That's so kind of you, think, Shay. Yeah, you can get them everywhere. And like I said, you can't afford them. You need help. Um, they're, they're at the library. Okay, and you're doing an Instagram tomorrow if people have questions? Yeah, I'm doing an Instagram live at 1 o'clock Mountain Time. And, yeah, we're talking about credit, credit scores, collection agencies. If you don't want to, um, like, give your question, you can just direct message me or send me a message at info at kellykeen.com, and I promise I won't, I won't mention your name. Fantastic. Kelly, thank you so much. Thank you, Shay. Be well. Thank yeah, you, my friend. You too. Appreciate it. Bye. Uh, there's Kelly Keene, who is a personal finance educator and best-selling author of Talk Money to Me in her new book. I think it just came out last month, um, Rich Girl, Broke Girl.